0: Shingles. Shingles. It's such a horrible thing, caused by a viral infection. And it did knock me for six early last year when I went to the doctor with these marks on my face, thinking, what's this all about? Even though I only had a mild dose and I was told it was shingles, it absolutely sent me. I couldn't walk. My back seized up. And luckily, though, I got diagnosed and treated early, so it meant I didn't cop it nearly as bad as some people do get when they have shingles and you can struggle for months, sometimes years, and up to one in three Australians are at risk of contracting shingles. Anyone who's had chicken pox could develop it because it's caused by the same virus. It just lays dormant in your nerve system and it can cause really serious problems and really serious complications. Now this week is Shingles Awareness Week and Olympian-turned-Dr. Jana Pittman has joined the cause because aside from being a very busy mum nowadays... She's also had personal experience with shingles. And Yana's mum had the virus and had it pretty badly. And Dr Yana Pittman is on the line for us now. Yana, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Deborah. Thanks, for And also for your story and sharing how much it impacted you as well. Because I think that's the biggest thing is that people don't realise how common it is. And then you hear all these stories coming out of the woodworks of how much pain people were in and just weren't aware of what actually they were experiencing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And as soon as I sort of started speaking about it, that's what we saw. People have... Coming out of the woodwork, saying, "Yeah, exactly. I've had it too." And and your poor mum, she had it really badly. I, I was yeah. okay, you know, I was still pretty badly affected by it, but your mum very badly impacted.
1: That's right. Even twelve months later now, she's had ongoing nerve problems and things that are associated to, and like itchiness over the region where the the rash actually was. But yeah, actually not. I'd say it's pretty similar to what you had for about six or seven weeks. She was unable to put clothes on, able, unable to get out of the house. Severe pain, um, and you know, and when when she first rang me, she thought she was having a heart attack because mm. the symptoms were so, you know, so so much located to where the virus was was reacting. And, um, and I think you know those the the, un, the the unknown, the people don't really understand what the symptoms are to be aware of is is really important that we try and during this awareness week get that out there so that people get to their GP earlier.
0: So let's have a reminder what shingles is and how you get it.
1: 100%. So it's the varicella zoster virus, chickenpox, just like you mentioned before. Most of us have had it as a kid. And then as our immune system wavers as we get a bit older, so for example, high-risk people are over the age of 50, um, it reactivates in your system. And it's a little virus, it's a little pest. It lays dormant um, in your body and then that reactivation happens. And the symptoms are very much unilateral to one side, really bad rash, pain, blistering. But just like you experience, you get the body aches, the nausea, the fevers, chills, headaches, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, But the textbook signs that we certainly learnt at medical school and quite often happen is that real one-sided neural pain, so like nerve pain, with a rash over the top of it.
0: Mm. And that was for me, yeah, it was the the doctor said to me because I had these sort of marks on one side of my face and the doctor said to me it was sort of down near the lower part of my face and it sort of is isolated, tends to be in particular areas. But I was very lucky that it wasn't near my eye because it can cause blindness, can't it?
1: And the complications in the eyes are quite serious so you know my mum was lucky it was down in her chest and on her body as well but you know there are hearing problems blindness people can get pneumonia There's, there's lots of side effects that people can can experience and I guess the key is to to get to your to your physician or your GP as quickly as you can um, so that they can diagnose it effectively, and then give you treatments and things like. I mean, they really we're talking about things like going and getting hot and cold towels, and looking after your body, and making sure that you can get that, you know, get that person that one to one attention from your from your GP.
0: Because mm, I've I've had lower back issues, and I have after having kids, and my lower back sort of seizes <laughs> up from time to time. And I thought, oh, this is just I'm having a, another incidents of that because I was I was flat on my back could not get up I was literally it it just completely seized my entire sort of lower back area and even when I was I I came into work and I didn't realize what it was and I was I had to stand up because I couldn't sit down properly but it's that nerve pain that's so debilitating
1: that's right and it knocks people out for weeks and months so and you know like my poor mum it's actually called post-hepatic neuralgia but it's where the nerves continuously have pain and, and discomfort for months later and it's not uncommon so I just, you know, I just encourage people to, to chat about it. Um, it's something that we need to get the information out there around Australia and, and, and during, especially during this week when we're all sort of um, becoming more aware of it during awareness that we can, you know, hopefully get some answers and get some more awareness out there.
0: And let's talk about the contagious nature of it too, because it's not technically <laughs> contagious, is it? Unless well, you've never had chicken pox.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's true. So if you have never had chickenpox as a kid, which is pretty rare these days, or the, then then there's a chance that you could sort of catch it. But if you're someone, and I think that's one of the isolating things, is that my mum thought she couldn't come around me because I was pregnant at the time when uh, when she was sick. She's like, oh, I'm going to give it to you. Mm. And so people are really, you know, a little bit like the COVID. They're really isolating and keeping to themselves and really worried that they're going to infect people. But that's not the case because the large majority of us have had chickenpox. But true, if you haven't had um, varicella zoster virus before, then you are at risk. Mm. But you can't catch it. If you've had it in the past, you can very much care for your loved one and take them to the doctor and, and be involved in their in their care.
0: So why then do some people get it and others don't? If it's in one in three people who've, who've had the chickenpox virus, it's laying dormant. Why do some people get shingles and others don't?
1: Oh, look, it's hard to know how different people's immune systems work. It's sort of the same for anything. Um, but, you know, we know that the risk is as you're getting older. So people over the age of 50, is that immunity of it's so further away from when you actually contracted chickenpox as a young child. Um, you know stress, and I think I guess, I guess anything that can lower immune system. So even people who are on certain medications, for example, that reduce your immune system. So anybody who has lupus or has to take an anti-immunosuppression, or people who have had kidney transplants, people who have had um, uh, cancer treatments, things like that. Therefore, their immune system is a little bit more at risk. But these days, so the scary part is it's really anybody over the age of fifty is at a higher higher risk, and really needs to to sort of put it on their radar if they're getting those type of symptoms.
0: Yeah, it can impact young, younger people too, though, can't it?
1: 100% and I think that's one of the harder things is in their sort of 20s and 30s I had a couple of people when I was starting to talk about this on my social media saying oh, I'm only 25 why am I getting this mm. um, and I guess it just depends on their immune system and a lot of us have been through an awful lot over the last few years in terms of you know stress and other illnesses and things and you know that you never know what your immune system is going to do and and therefore they are an at-risk group because they don't go and get help because they think oh it can't be that I've just got a, a rush from something else and and obviously, that means they seek treatment a little bit later.
0: Yeah, it's it's really set me back when I was told by the doctor. I walked in and said, oh, "I've got this rash, and I'm not sure." Feeling a bit, un, you know, feeling a bit crook, Unwell. and straight away just said shingles. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> what shingles?" And and you sort of don't, you know, as you said, the the awareness factor is one thing you don't really think about it. But in terms of the long term implications and effects that some people suffer. It's about getting that diagnosis early, isn't it, to get the, the treatment options. it's You've got to have it done really timely for it to be effective.
1: That's right. And that's why I think we're not really out there talking about what to do or actually saying, if you are worried or even if, if you want more information, go and see your GP. So that our main message for this campaign is not about what we do if we get it, but actually what... We want you to do is go and speak to your GP rather than try and self-diagnose and try and self-treat. Let's get you to someone who's you know been trained in, in looking after people with shingles and ensuring they get the the right the right options early.
0: Because what are the treatment options?
1: Well, as I said, I've got go, you got to go speak to your GP. <laughs> So, I mean, from a home perspective, we obviously want people to be looking after their, like keeping themselves cool, Panadol, Nurofen and things like that. But the biggest message we want is we don't want the misinformation out there. We really just want you to go to your GP and get them to actually talk about what your personal risk factors are and then, and then what options are best for you.
0: And we know so that you in, you, you know, whenever I'm at the doctor's surgery for other reasons, there are the, the posters up saying, ask your GP about vaccines because there are vaccines for shingles too.
1: Yeah. And as I said, it really depends on what your own personal risk factors are. And everyone's got very different stances on on vaccination. So I think at this point, you know, we really just want this week people to go to their GP and and personally chat about it with them and see what's right for them.
0: And how's your mum doing? Still,
1: still not great to be honest. Really? Like she I mean, she's much better, but she definitely has flare ups, and, and you know. And I got her to her GP fairly early because she sort of rang me on the phone. I'm like, "This is the symptoms, like, mum, you've got shingles. Go to the mm. go to the GP." And of course, she goes, "But mum, no, I'm fine." I'm like, "No, mum, I'm a doctor. Go." <laughs> so yes, she go. Um, but you know, I think it's one of those. My grandma had it many, many years ago too, and she did have a cross her eyes uh, from a distri- distri- distribution perspective. And I just feel, I guess, lucky that that she's in a country that has good options to go and see. Um, see the GPS early, and and then that she'll hopefully not have long term issues as she as she gets older.
0: Yeah, well, wish her all the best from me because I, fortunately, as I said, don't have any of those long term effects. But yeah, I'm, I'm sort of I, I'm attuned to it now because it can come back again. That's it. If you've had it once, you can still have it again down the down the line. Yeah.
1: yes, it doesn't. It's a pesky little a pesky little virus. It's, with it is <laughs> that. It is that. Good on
0: you, Jana. Great to talk.
1: Thank you, thank you, Deborah. Thanks for the awareness week and everyone. If you have the symptoms, please go and see your GP.
0: Yep, good advice. Yana Pittman there, joining us on this shingles awareness week.